Uh, good afternoon, Neil here with the Offline Radio Show with my series Who's Who in Santa Cruz with my friend Manu Koenig uh, this afternoon. Oh, what a beautiful backdrop, what a beautiful place to be at Pleasure Point. And uh, I've got two questions for you, Manu. All right. First one is this. Uh, please tell me your favorite Marianne's ice cream. 1020. 1020. Absolutely. Yeah. It's now the leader in the clubhouse because you and Pastor Renee Schlepper both picked 1020. Uh, second question uh, give me your top three things. Maybe we'll do four, maybe we'll do five. Top three things that you're, that you're working on with your campaign. Sure. Yeah. Well, with my campaign, what I hope to work on in the, in the next term is uh, first of all, affordable housing, particularly for our local workforce. Uh, you know, we've just seen how, whether it's teachers, firefighters, uh, correctional officers, you name it, um, we can't hire folks at the county. I know a lot of businesses struggle with that as well. Right. So I want to create an incentive uh, really to streamline the, um, the creation of new housing if there's a requirement for 20, 25% or north of that yeah. uh, public sector housing. Are there, are there vouchers for that too? I've heard of some kind of voucher sure, program. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, federal housing vouchers that we can get, and we've done a really a great job getting those. We've yeah. been actually so good. We're kind of on like the top 10 uh, list for the whole country and get those regularly. But, you know, we also need to just incentivize the private market to uh, create more affordable housing. And one big way we can do that is say, hey, if you uh, deed restrict these units for people with, uh, with public sector jobs, we'll give you additional streamlining incentives. Okay. So that's one. Yeah. Um, another thing is really to take on uh, the unfair property tax and, and sales tax ratios that we get in this county. Um, What's unfair about them? Well, so for every property tax dollar that uh, you, you pay, yeah. only 13 cents stays with the county. Um, and it's just the average statewide. So every, every, dollar that's, every dollar that's spent tax-wise, so only 13 stays with the county? 13 cents. 13 cents. Property tax dollar. Yeah. So, that's, okay. And like the average statewide for counties is 20 cents. I All mean, right. so that's a big difference. That 7% would basically be $70 million yeah. a year. Uh, we got to fix that because, I mean, we're over here in front of 38 stairs, right? These stairs need repair, yeah. right? And I'm looking for funds to pull together to do that. Yeah. But we should just have more money to do these kinds of repairs every single year. So where's, where's that money going? Where's, where's that, yeah, that? Well, so it's, it's complicated, of course. Yeah. I mean, this is government, Neil. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it goes to schools. Right. Um, now you say, well, schools, schools need more funding. Well, yeah, that's a good thing that the schools get funded. But in other counties where this basically uh, more money goes to the cities and the county and schools get less, the state steps in and backfills those schools to make okay. sure that they have a minimum amount of funding, that they have enough funding. And so uh, essentially what's happening is we're getting shortchanged state money through the way these formulas work. Shortchanged? Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, and uh, so number three, run number three. We're going to go to five. Oh, wow. We're going all the way to five? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, three, I'd say there's uh, some exciting uh, parks projects that I'm working on. Yeah. Um, really want to build a, a whole network of trails throughout Mid-County. Uh, we're looking at uh, putting a trail in on North Rodale Gulch that will ultimately connect to some of the Chaminade trails over to Anna Jean Cummings Park, yeah. and then uh, all the way over to De La Viega Park as well. Yeah. So that's important. Um, first of all, there's just to reduce some of the fire risk and do fuel reduction, but also at the same time provide public access, um, make those places less attractive for camping too. Yeah. So, um, are we going to talk about the? And I mean, camping we, like encampments. Okay. Are we talking about the rail trail at all? Um, well, we're still working on that. Yeah. Um, this is the, the what I just pitched as a separate project. Um, but yeah, we, we'll see. Uh, we're still trying to resolve the rail trail issue, right? Um, I mean, just as far as we've got a bunch of money to build something. Yeah. Um, 
And now, you know, there's still issues with easements, um, you know, how much things are actually costing to build versus the initial estimates. Um, you know, some of them I think it's good news, but um, the, you know, the bridge over the harbor, one yeah. for cars is supposed to be replaced this year. Yeah. Uh, but basically, the, the only bid that came back was twice uh, what the engineers had estimated for so that. So they're so going to need that bridge alone? For probably a couple of years until oh, okay. we can pull That's it some good news. Right there, Thirty-three million. I know people dollars. are like, "Oh my God, it's going to be a." Because oh already every every road's dug exactly. up. Exactly. That's what right. I said. Can you wait till after the highway is done or SoCal Drive? In my lifetime, yeah. Do you think I'd be riding a train here in Santa Cruz County? Well, that depends. Are you going to vote for a new train tax at some point? And will the voters to... of Santa Cruz pass a, a half cent tax to fund the train? Um, that that'll be a question that comes up in the next few years. Yeah. All right. That was four. Number five. Um, number five. Um, well, you know, there's a lot of great new laws uh, that the state has passed that really allow us to do more as far as uh, folks who are suffering from uh, substance use disorder or mental health issues to actually, you know, ultimately if they don't want to uh, willingly comply and, yeah. and come off the streets for us to actually force them to comply and, and put them ultimately uh, hopefully in a more productive space for them. Okay. But we need to then fund and build and create those spaces for people. Um, so that's gonna be a big project here in the coming years as yeah. we go ahead and implement some of these state laws um, and that will ultimately allow us to keep our public spaces safe and clean. You know, I drove, drove downtown today to Pacific Avenue. It looks like Manhattan down there. Everything, these big buildings that are going, it's, it, it, are mm -hmm. we going up because there's no more room here in Santa Cruz to build? And all those, all those, like that new project down there is almost looks, look, it's huge. Mm -hmm. But is that part of the non low income, the uh, low income housing programs? Um, so as those projects get built, a certain amount is required to be affordable, right? And yeah. um, I think with that particular project you're talking about downtown, the developer helped uh, to fund the creation of 100% affordable housing just next door at the Pacific Station, uh, basically the new metro station yeah. that's getting built there. Um, so yeah, I mean, in the county, it's 15% is required to be affordable, but I think that it, you know, it's not enough and we need to do more, particularly uh, for, for our local workforce. That's why I, that goes back to my first what point. Are, what are the developers allowed to do and what are they not allowed to do? If you're a developer who has that, who wants to build down there, what can I, is that, do we, do we put, do you guys police it at all as far as what they're building? Oh, absolutely. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of restrictions. Um, and of course, the city of Santa Cruz is its own jurisdiction as opposed to the county of Santa yeah. Cruz. So really, you know, city council makes laws for the downtown area. Board of Supervisors that I'm on, uh, we really make the laws for the Live Oaks, Hotel, Aptos area. That's kind of the large, in, yeah, unincorporated part of the county. In your last, you've you been, this, this is your third year? It's your third year, uh, right? I just started my fourth. You just started your yeah. fourth year? What are you, what are you? couple of things that you're most proud of that you've accomplished that you you have got across the, f the finish line yeah um, one thing I'm really stoked about is the our bus system I mean we have put in an order for the largest fleet of hydrogen buses in the entire country so um, Santa Cruz is really going to develop a world-class transit system here um, and you know we are increasing frequency this year yeah um, so starting uh, around June July uh, there's gonna be three routes across town with 15-minute headways, meaning a bus, bus comes every 15 minutes. And you think people are going to get on these buses? Well, here's the other thing. Yeah. Uh, we're making it free ah. starting the second half of this year. Um, and we've seen... For, we the start, entire, for the entirety or just free for a, like a till test drive? Well, it'll be a test drive for okay. a couple of years. Okay. Um, but, you know, we started by making it free for students, youth 18 and under. They just had to show a uh, school ID and they could get on the bus. And we've seen a 4X 
400% increase in really? youth ridership as a result. I mean, I hear from parents that are like, you know, I used to be, I was struggling to find change yeah. uh, in the couch cushions to get my kid on the bus. I couldn't find it. Then I'm driving them and it was a, it was a nightmare. Now, kids are just getting on. They're like, hey, mom, dad, I'm going to the boardwalk. I'll see you later. Are we widening the freeway over here, Highway 1, for the buses? So it's buses and cars, okay. right? Um, so it's going to be an auxiliary lane, kind of like you have from the Fishhook to Morrissey, yeah. where it's not going to go all the way through. You're going to have to get, you can get on at one entrance and that lane will continue to the next exit. Okay. Um, and then there will be a little segment between that exit and the next entrance where the bus will have exclusive access. Okay. Now that's called bus on shoulder. And we are looking at ways to, I mean, when we build that new lane, there's, we're still building a new shoulder. Right. And so what I'm looking at is, well, how do we allow the bus to use the shoulder exclusively all the way up and down the, the congested part of mid-county here um, so that the bus does we do have a dedicated transit facility where the bus is not getting stuck in traffic I mean, why and, oh, go ahead and uh we i think we're making some progress a breakthrough uh in doing just that uh from freedom south to watsonville we're working with caltrans right now to allow the, the so, bus to run on the shoulder there on the shoulder so it has three lanes well there's essentially that, yeah i mean well or kind of three and a half four right because there's yeah. already south of freedom there there's three lanes for cars yeah we're talking about a dedicated bus lane as well have you enjoyed your three, your four, have you enjoyed your time as a supervisor? Overall, yeah. I mean, you know, there's good days and bad days <laughs> like every job. Right. Um, but you know, I really enjoy the opportunity to connect with the community and work on so many uh, important issues that just touch our lives every day. If your time, just hypothetically, if your time is up, a supervisor, what were you going to be doing in the future? And you got a baby on the, you got a, right. You got the baby on board, but like, what, what do you, what's your, what's your, what's, what do you sit at home think about my future? You know, you may be supervisor, you may not be, and if you go, if you want, what are you going to be doing? Uh, I'd probably continue to work in affordable housing of some kind. Okay. You know, I've just seen that's such a critical issue yeah. for our community. Um, and So you're still going to work within the Santa Cruz community? I would like to, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And if you continue to supervise the next four years, top. let me give you top three things that you'd like to complete in, your, in, the, following th in the following four years that you'll have. Well, I mean, I already mentioned some of them, right? Okay. Um, you know, we've done a lot to lay the groundwork yeah. for uh, new housing in the county. I mean, we just overhauled our own general plan here. Um, and an example of how that's starting to come to fruition, you know, the, the empty lot at the corner of 41st and SoCal? Yeah. Um, so that was being planned for a Nissan dealership. Right. Now we're looking at it for uh, over 100 units of affordable housing. Okay. And a little park and stuff. It, it could be really nice to lead into uh, the whole discretion brewing area. Yeah. So, you I, know. I've never met anybody that's got an affordable house. That's, you know, like, right. I just got a great deal on affordable house. I've got great financing. I've not, I haven't met anybody yet. Well, that's what we've got to change, Neil. Okay, I'm going to change it. <laughs> All right, great. Yeah. Uh, hey, Manu, thanks for your service to the community. My pleasure. I think you've done a great, I think you personally done a great job, and we appreciate you, the time you've given us coming on the show with me and TC, and we wish you all the very best in the future. Thank you so much, Neil. Okay, Neil here.